Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts on the edge you know where you're at brains you are at the spot the hot spot in california (laughs) the place where the conversations are pointed the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull today we have the beautiful jane elaine davis from carlsbad california right up the road from me i'm down here in san diego we're going to talk about some beautiful things that she's doing you know we are women of a particular age and the unfortunate part about it is that everybody wants 60 to be the new 40. I don't want my 60 to be 40. I want my 60 to be 60. Because it's an uh, age of wisdom and grace. There's nothing to be embarrassed about your age. You are fortunate to be able to live uh, a full life. So not only that, but, you know, Jane has con- taken it to the next level. She's starting the women's, uh, the foundation for women. She's doing some mentoring. She's doing some coaching. She's got a great business opportunity. She's having fun. And I don't think she's 40, but we're going to talk to her about that and a whole lot more. Let's welcome her to the show. How are you, Jane? You know, I'm just fine. I would love to be called Janie. The only one, yeah, the only one that ever called me Jane Ellen was my mother. Oh, okay. (laughs) We're going to call call, And that was probably when you were in trouble. Yeah, you bet. Jane Ellen. Oh, okay. (laughs) I respect that. Janie. Janie, thank you. How are you, Queen? You know what? I am just doing wonderfully well. Thank you. And this is such a fun thing. You know, you really need to be be uh, praised for this because it's a brilliant thing you're doing. Giving so many of us an opportunity to use our voice in a beautiful way and be heard. It's just, thank you so much. Well, there's another opportunity that I'm going to talk to you about that just uh, landed on my heart last night at an event I was in, and I'd love for you to be a part of that, because what we're going to do is we're going to raise the consciousness, but not only the consciousness, we're going to raise the frequency here Mm -hmm. in San Diego. We're going to hold some people accountable. We are going to create this elite society, and hopefully we can incorporate the foundation uh, for women in that to really resonate and make a difference i mean i want a visible difference i don't want to just talk about it we have to be about it tell us a little bit about the work that you do uh, with the foundation well you know i've been with the foundation for 25 years we started in san diego and i'm not i'm not the person who started it deborah lindholm is but we started here in san diego and we worked here for quite some time and we actually had a local program for women borrowers we do microcredit loans Mm. we've done them all over the world and right now we're in liberia we've been in liberia for 14 years helping that war-torn country you know the women there live on less than a dollar a day and so when we give them a microcredit loan, they start a business and they're able to feed their families. They're able to have education. So it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. We do a lot more there than just the microcredit, but that's how we started out. So I'm, it's, just, it's just the love of my life because I think since I was probably 15 years old, I realized I wanted to make a difference for all women. It never, it never, it just didn't seem right to me that women didn't have the same thing men did, and, and particularly women, underserved women. 
you know, I, I was very privileged in my life. I lived in a nice little neighborhood in Anaheim, California, and, you know, little white girl, and I, I got along just fine. You was up in the OC. <laughs> <laughs> I was there before Disneyland. That tells you how old I am. Wow. Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm 80 years old. I had my 80th birthday in August. Shut the front door. You are not 80. I, I am 80, darling. I am 80. I can, I can prove it. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? The, the, the angels have been good to you because well, they, you you know you are a right mind you got beautiful skin lovely hair and oh. a purpose and that's what i try to tell people a couple of friends of mine just got married and they're in their 80s oh. she was sneaking down to his room during covid <laughs> and they just got married and it's not over until it's over you're absolutely right absolutely. there's still things that we can do you might be a little less mobile you know, you might not be able to dance or wear the heels that you wore no. before, but you are still an independent contributor to society. Yes. And not only are you doing the foundation for women, but you also have an exciting uh, opportunity. Now, Brains, you guys know, I don't do uh, direct marketing or MLN on my show, but this was so unique. It took me back to the days of Mary Kay. Yes. Now, if you guys don't know Mary Kay. Mary Kay was ahead of her time. She was a trailblazer. She started this multi-level marketing business that taught women how to put God first, family, run a business, uh, reward and recognize and love sisterhood. It was great. Now there's a new thing out. They doing, they're not doing makeup. They're doing clothes. Tell us a little bit about that, Janie. Oh, Lovely oh that's beautiful. Is that like a velvet or velour? It's velour. Mm -hmm. It has pants to go with it, but I won't model them because I have on leggings instead. But <laughs> what I want to say is that I found Savvy through Foundation for Women because Deborah found out about it three and a half years ago. And we were hoping we could have some kind of a program with them for women borrowers. And it turned out it's just not the right venue for that. But in doing that, I got I got busy and got involved with Savvy and fell in love with it. And I'll tell you why. It's because one of their core values is to make a difference for all women. And that just, I mean, that rang my chimes right up the wall. I thought, yes, I want to be part of that. I really, really do. And what I find is that we have different teams. And I, the team that I'm on is called our Dream Tribe. And I don't know how many of, this, of us there are now. Quite, We're all over the country. But what I love about it, April, is that we're on, we're on Zoom all the time. And I get to meet all these precious young women. They're all younger than I am. They call me Mama Bear, which I absolutely love. And, you know, I get I, I get to mentor them just simply by being present and standing for who I am as an older woman. So for to them, it's like, oh, my God, she's she's older than my mother and she's here with us and she's she's working this business and she's having a ball. And, and they they will ask me, they'll ask me things, but I'm getting to I'm getting to help them stand for who they are at their best. And that just that's who I am. That's what I stand for. So, you know, starting my business years and years ago, um, I used to call it. My, not my sadness, not my savvy business, my coaching business. I, I was doing coaching before they called it that. So I refer to my business as a soulful mentoring business because what I do mostly is help, primarily women, I work with some men, but help them discover who they are on the inside. And what we do with that. How do you do that? You know, because, uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so what we do is we start out um, looking at some of the things that they feel where they have been victimized, almost like psychology. Only we don't spend much time there. 
we look at it and we work, we find a way to walk through it quickly so yeah. they get over to who I am now and make realize that they have choices. Everything is a choice. And what I'm teaching them is we start out being first, then doing, and then having. Mm. So when you start out with being, what you do, what we do is we go in and we look at what their core values are. We spend a long time, long time with that, really getting in touch with who they really believe they are. My three core values that are most important to me, creative self-expression, freedom, and love. Now, if I'm not if I'm not creating a life for myself that doesn't well, allow those are my three. My three is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. No, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, but I, I I get what you're saying, and I didn't mean to interrupt. But so many people are seekers. Oh yeah, and they are looking for outside validation. Yes, they're looking for other people to tell them who they are. Oh, you're a great actress, or you can really sing, or wow, you know, you really made the numbers, you're a success. But inside, they're not fulfilled. So it's great that you're doing the deep dive at being first. Who who are you as a human being? You bet. You know, there was a book written oh many, many years ago, and, and it was called The Mutant Messenger Down Under. It was a fiction book, but it talks about a woman uh, who went to uh, Australia and walk with, went on a walkabout with their Aborigines. Mm. And she's a real estate woman. So she shows up in her dress and her heels and the whole thing. And she goes on a walkabout. Well, what she learned is that when they're walking about, they don't bring food with them. They don't bring the water. They don't bring anything. They just walk. And they are able to become what it is they need to find. Mm. Simply, simply through their focus from their hearts. And so the whole book is all about that. It's fabulous. So when I tell people, when they don't understand what I'm talking about, when I say, well, you got to start being, you know, be who you are. Well, how do I do that? You know, so, okay. So think about, for instance, my core value of creative self-expression. How, how am I being that when I show up in the world? Well, the way I speak, how I'm speaking to someone what, like you, what you're saying that's so beautiful and so real. I start that way. I'm, I'm an artist, so I can do it through my painting. I'm also an author, so I do it through my writing. But what I'm saying is that I have found a way to, to bring that into my daily experience. Mm. When, up, when I get up in the morning, I claim who I am is creative self-expression, freedom, and truth. That is who I am. Wow. So it's, like, it it's that, I am, that I am conversation. You bet. You know, a rewarding, <laughs> recognize, and having gratitude. Yeah. You know, who are you? I'm a hot mess. Or I'm, I am depressed. <laughs> I am sad. I am fat. I am ugly. I am not worthy. You can have that conversation too. And it'd be so self-destructive. It is self-destructive. Absolutely. And yeah. it's not attractive. It gives you wrinkles. <laughs> but when you can look at yourself in the mirror and you know what, if nothing else, convince yourself, have yes. that conversation. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am powerful. I am worthy. I am rich. I am bold. I am, you know, all these great things that you have a choice. I mean, if you go back in the Bible, look how many times God said how many times I am and who I am. Yes. So you have to tell yourself that and resonate with your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So after you identify with your being, where do you go? Well, what I do is I help them create scenarios of, of who they are at their best. So what, I take them back to looking at what they have accomplished that really came from them, not what somebody wanted them to do, what they should mm -hmm. do, but what they really did on their own. It could be teeny or it can be huge, but they look inside of that and think, all right, who was I being in that space? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it, it changes their focus. They get out of their head into their heart. You know, your heart knows, your mind thinks. Mm. 
I mean, let that resonate. Your heart knows, your mind thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, our heart, our heart is love. Our heart is 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 just just pure love. Our head is so busy. You know, we we have a good head, but you know, it gets busy. Yeah, and it gets clogged. I was last night. I was at an event, and my mentor was sitting next to me, and she was talking too cotton picking low. I really couldn't absorb it all. She, what she was saying, but I told her, I said, you know what? I'm at a point in my life where I'm stuck. Mm. And she said, you're stuck. I said, I don't know what else I want to do. Mm. You know, I've got a beautiful, successful marriage. My health is relatively good. I've got a great kid. I got a great career. You know, I'm not in financial destitute. Mm-hmm. What else is there for me? And she said, there's so much more. Why don't you focus on asking the universe to reveal it? Mm-hmm. What is it that you want? And I, I still feel like I'm stuck. Janie, help me with that. <laughs> well, I just, you know- I just don't know. I, I feel like I'm being greedy, you know, but and that's what she says. She says, you have a divine purpose on this life. You have more than one purpose. You got about six purposes. And yeah. so you have to figure it out. But I just don't know what to ask for. Well, you know, I think I think the first thing is is you're trying to figure it out. You're up here. Okay. You can't, it's not figuring it out. It, it's, it's discovering it. Mm. There's a discovery that needs I'm to happen. This, I'm writing this down. And you do that about it and and just let the heart help you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and you, and what will happen is, is things are going to, are going to show up synchronistically for you. That are going to be an opening and you're going to go, Oh my goodness. There it is. That little thing right there. It was funny that you said that because as we started in the beginning of the interview, I talked about a new opportunity Mm -hmm. and just to recap, there was a woman that gave a presentation about 17 years ago, and I was in the audience. And what she said resonated with me. I've kept her card for 17. Who keeps somebody's business card for 17 years? Not very many people. (laughs) Last night, who was sitting next to me at the table? You could have picked me up with a poopy scooper. (laughs) I looked at her, she looked at me, she says, I know you. I said, I know you too. Oh, and wow. when she told me who she was, and I recapped some of the 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 words that were it, we our eyes both filled up with water. So again, like you said, discovering it, it will show up, you know, if you ask for it to be revealed. Absolutely, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on that. I'm oh, really good. Work towards yeah, that. You, you know, we just have to get out of our own way, and we're and when we're up here trying to figure, 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 worry, 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 wonder, 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 we're in our own way. We just have to get quiet and drop into the heart. I have, I do several um, guided meditations with that on my website um, about heart consciousness. It's really, really quite something. And when I lead it in a group, what happens is I get everybody quiet and they're really not meditating. They're just getting quiet and I lead them into their heart. And then I tell them to ask their heart a question. And what I say to them is I say, if you get a big, long paragraph, it's not your heart, it's your head. You, just have, you have to stay quiet until you get one or two words like love or, or pay attention or Mm-mm. love yourself. It will be very succinct, but it will be pure. I had a meditation and uh, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I had to ask God twice. I said, are you really, you know what it was? It says surrender. Yeah. I said, surrender. Mm-hmm. What am I holding hostage? What, what, you know, what, what's going on? And again, it's trying to control things. It's your thought patterns. 
It's, you know, what is the next best thing? You know, God said, I already got it lined up for you, girl. All you got to do is show up. I I got you. Talk to me like a homeboy. I was kind of nervous. <laughs> you know, I got you. We, we got this. Mm-hmm. You know, you have lived in abundance your entire life. I'm, I'm like you. I've been very, very fortunate. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in South Central LA, but a loving uh, stepfather, a wonderful mother, never had any of the kerfuffle, never, you know, not in party like the next guy, but never had the drugs, never had the abuse or any of those things. I can be empathetic, but I'm ignorant to that because I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean that you don't have to have compassion for other people. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely, I'm going to take that. Okay. So what's the third step? Well, you know what the third step involves doing the scenarios because once someone really gets who they are and is ready to be that, then we start developing what that would look like. So Generally, what I have someone do is, I know you know storyboards and all that sort of thing. I have them journal. And I have them journal from from the place that it's already happened exactly how they would love for it to happen. Right. That's right. nothing new. There's, that's, right. that's around. But well, it works. Yeah, that's what I said. You, you, must, you and my mentor must be good friends because uh, the same thing. She says, already see it in existence. See as if it already happened, like it's a snapshot or a memory in your mind. And then look at your resources and then the revenue will come. That's right. Wow. That, yes. yeah, yeah. And, and it works, brains. It works. Because yeah. if you already have seen it, you're living it. It's like being, when I did this podcast, I never in a million years thought that it would be going on now 21 years. Yes. Bravo. 21 years. You know, over 90,000 in 47 countries. And I said, you know what? I'm going to expand on that. I want to double that. I want to triple that. There's 8 billion people on the planet. You bet. And I want to resonate in the hearts of many people as possible. And you've been able to do that. And you have had the grace of 80 years. What's just some of the highlights of your life? Well, of course, having two children. I have two wonderful young men, boys, and I absolutely love them. I, You know, I was a single mom. I got divorced in 1977. Oh, wow. My boys were uh, five and eight. And Mm. back then, uh, divorced women were were not, we were frowned upon. Yeah. We really were. It's it's hard to believe just 1977. But I was working in a a pediatrician's office at the front desk. And I had to go with my pediatrician to his bank so I could get a checking account. I mean, I was mortified, first of all, and furious. But do you think I said anything? No. I went with him. I got my checking account. I said, thank you. And that was it. And, and inside I was livid. Mm-hmm. It didn't, I didn't feel like I had a voice that would be heard. And that's another part that I want to help women with. Speak up, be heard, speak from your heart. Don't be afraid. Own your greatness. I mean, I was just like a, a speed bump. Mm. But you know what? You have to be careful because our tongues as women also can be switchblades. No, and you're you're right about that. And so what you want to do is you want to have discernment. Oh, you yes. Want, you want to think before you speak. Mm-hmm. You want to have yeah. a strategy. Go here too. To, exactly. Yeah. You want yeah. to have a strategy. Right. Absolutely you want to right. go to that heart-centered place. Yeah. You want to learn to be quiet. You don't always have to talk. A lot of times you're missing things because you're over-talking. Mm-hmm. And there's a totally different skill set between hearing and listening. You, you, that's right. You're absolutely right. So, so when you apply those things, 
you become heady, you become smart, you're ahead of the class. You know, I'll go into a meeting and uh, I'm very good at this now. Uh, you know, black women, <laughs> yes, I'm talking to you sisters. Uh, we are known for our expressions. You know, we give you the side eye, you know, this, you know, attitude that, and it makes people think that we are combative or we are uncomfortable, but that's a way of us letting you know yeah. when you've given us a bag of boot. Uh, or if we're really interested, you know, there's another look on our face. Aggression. Women, you don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to be the man in the room. You don't have to show your testosterone. You know, let that be your armor. Let that be the thing to protect you. But be smart and be heady. Pick your battles. Right, Janie? That's exactly right. Yeah, you betcha. You betcha. So can I can I just show my book for a minute? I want to show it and I want to know what's inside of it. Wait a minute, pull it down a little bit, put your pretty face next to it. Hold on. It says unlock your heart, goal setting from the inside out. Now what's inside the pages of that book? I'm sorry? Oh, what's the pages. Page? Yeah, what's uh, inside of it? Tell us. There are about 80 pages. It's what it, it's a workbook. It's designed in sessions. Each session is for a week. And it does exactly what I was talking about. It takes you through and you learn your core values. You, you make your scenarios. It's a workbook. So when I was doing this in the 90s, I taught it. And so everybody goes, this would be a fabulous book. So around 1999, I made a book out of it. And I revised it in, in 2015 because I knew more now than I did then. <laughs> and so it's a little different. Has a little more meat in it. But it's a wonderful workbook for somebody that says, okay, where do I start? I really, and, and I, and I, and I do, I have my website down here and you can go and I, I coach it on my website. So if somebody gets the book, they can go to my website and they can go through with me. Oh, that's perfect. And yeah. that would be, that's the perfect gift any time of year, you, For someone that, you know, young or older, because as I said, we get older, we get lost in the shuffle. Yes. Empty nesters or we're consciously uncoupled or there might be some health challenges, you know, you just feel like you're alone, but it's time to, you know, kick into the second half. Mm -hmm. I asked my mother though, when she was about 85, I said, mama, how does it feel to be 85? She said, it's the pits. <laughs> and I said, why? She said, well, I'm just laying up here like lunch meat. <laughs> and you don't have to do that. You can get out, you can join groups, organizations online. Uh, in fact, I have a cute story to tell about that. There was a book club with my book in Iowa. And one of the ladies in it uh, was was 90 years old. Her name was Ruthie. Mm. We'd get her hair done every week on a certain day. And so the day that they were going to do this book, Unlock Your Heart, she was going to have her hair done. But she showed up at the book club. And they go, Ruthie, what are you doing here? You get your hair done. Well, I'm not going to miss unlocking my heart. Why do I need to get my hair done? I want to unlock my heart. It's the cutest thing ever. She was oh, 90. That, she see? had fast, rest her soul. But she... she she was exactly, <laughs> but it, it's to, it's that longing, it's yeah. it's the want, it's mm -hmm. still being able to dream. I'm a big dreamer, yeah. so let me ask you some fun questions. Yes. About you. Um, okay. What's your favorite color? Um, yellow gold. Yellow gold. Why? Because it makes me feel good. It just, I, it's just a warm color, and I like. You know, I'm, I am an artist, so I paint. So I'm really into color, and I, I don't. For a long time, I wore beige 
but that was because that was sort of how I felt, you know, a long time ago. So right. now I wear a lot of color, but I just, um, and I also like purple. Okay. I'd, I'd say this, this kind of goldy color, not a, not a, not a yellow, yellow, but this kind of goldy color and purple. Well, it looks very good against your skin tone. Thank it you. Really does. Thank if you were an appliance in the kitchen, Janie, what appliance would you be? Oh, that's an interesting. I had never thought about that before. What would I be? <laughs> Probably the oven. I th and I think because I, I like to be warm. Oh, <laughs> See, I'm the complete polar opposite. I want to be the refrigerator because I, <laughs> I, I just want to chill. <laughs> I, I can feel like when you and I were talking earlier, I thought, uh-oh. I for you. If you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be? Oh, I'd be a gardenia. Ooh, oh, that's because that of that amazing so fragrance. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. good. And you know, I bought some and they just died. I don't know if I watered no, them too much or whatever. They're, they're not, they, they, they're not good cut. You, you, you can cut them. What I do is I cut one and I put it in a little tiny dish and it'll, and it'll do my room for a day and then it's done. Oh, but well, they're beautiful. Good. Yeah. If you, now you've lived on this planet for 80 years. Yes, darling. What was your favorite decade? Oh, wow. That, you know, that's something because every single one of them had, had some treasures and some real shit. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know my favorite one. Gosh. Well, I probably would say maybe the eighties and nineties because I was free. I was no longer married. And I needed to be finding myself and and uh, regaining who I really was. So I think the 80s and 90s were, uh, they were a time of experiment for me. Um, and some was good and some wasn't. But I think overall, I think I found myself during that time. Okay, that's good. And you had a, a checking account. <laughs> yeah. Damn skippy. You but know. I, you know, and, and I can see the relationship between what you do with the Foundation for Women and the checking account because, you know, you don't have to struggle. You, there are opportunities, there are options that weren't provided for you before. That's right. And uh, that that's very powerful. You know, that's very powerful. So I can see how that resonates in your heart. Oh, if oh. you could travel now through time, mm. past, present, where would you land? Mm. Well, if I could travel through time, which I know in the, in the upper dimensions, there really isn't any time, but I'd like to live in the fifth dimension. Mm. I would like to be out of the third dimension where we are now. I'd like to be done with all this, all these very frightened people that are, they're doing all the wrong things and hurting people because they're so scared. And I would like to be in a place where we could have a co-creative consciousness, where we help each other. We live in peace. We, you know, we, we each bring our gifts and we share those gifts. And, and I see that in, in the fifth dimension. I'm there with you. I'm ready. Oh, to goody. I was hoping you were going to come. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to go back in time. There's plenty of books and history and all that. I don't want to do that. I want to go futuristic. I could see myself in 3030. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the hairstyles will be like then. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What do you think about this artificial intelligence? You know, I try not to think about it. I, I, it, it, it upsets me. I was I was in a mastermind group. Yeah, I was in a mastermind group a couple of months ago. We we're no longer meeting now, but they were all business women and they were all doing the chat that chat thing where it, it writes your your uh, you know your your summaries and it writes everything for you. And I thought, you know what? Because I'm a creative person, that just bothered me that I wasn't going to use my own creativity. I was going to have some computer figure it out for me. 
I just, I don't know. I just, I, I'm, a, a I, love, little... I, I like it because you, but this is the thing is that we also have to contribute to it. Well, yes, okay? we have to contribute. We have to make it culturally sensitive, uh, mm -hmm. gender sensitive. Mm -hmm. We have to feed the information into the machine. All it does is regurgitate it. No, you're right. I don't, you're I don't right. like when people plagiarize because no. it's not authentic and it's going to come out. It's like someone writing your resume. How many times have you went to hire somebody and read their resume and then called them in for the interview and you go, nah, I know good kind of pick a well. You can write this resume, boy. <laughs> this ain't you. <laughs> so I get it. I get it. Um, but it's very valuable. And that is where the world is going. And as, as we get to 5G, that is what it's going to be. You know, I was telling somebody, you know, we're going to make love by touching foreheads. You know, oh, I hope not. <laughs> me too but you know it, everything is gonna I like a little warm fuzzy exactly so what are the millennials that you're working with what are they saying to you about where they're headed as business women you know they i love it because they they're very forward thinking and but they're 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 owning who they are you know and particularly i'm seeing it savvy in they're owning their greatness because they're, they come in and they're a little nervous about, well, maybe I won't be able to do this, you know, but they, and then when they start to realize, yes, I'm doing it and it's working and they, and they're just glowing, they get up on the stage and they're, and they're just glowing. So I think that, I think that the millennials, if they have an opportunity to shine, they will. I really do. I think so too, but it's a, I don't know. I think the millennials are not as competitive as maybe our generation because we had to jockey for a position. We oh, had to establish an identity. We mm -hmm. had to fight against the machine, the machine called the man. Mm -hmm. Now, after the Me Too movement and, you know, a lot of things, we may get, a, you know, we got a female vice president. I'm not even going to go into that because I don't even know where she is. But uh, uh, as far as a female president, We'll see. And there's been women that have led countries and nations oh, yes. years and centuries. I mean, look at Cleopatra. And here we are in the United States going backwards, you know, with a woman's right to choose. Oh, I just, it's just, oh. It's annoying. It's, it's really it's annoying. Beyond, it's beyond annoying. It's beyond yeah. annoying. But anyway. So what would you tell a 25-year-old Janie Davis? Oh, wow. Um, Believe in yourself. Mm. Absolutely believe in yourself. You know, you, you're a good person. You're a generous person. You're a kind person. You have a great sense of humor. And you're a good mom. Believe in yourself. That's great. So tell us a little bit about your artwork. Oh, well, I've been painting since I was about nine years old. I'm, I would not call myself a professional. I do it for fun. Um, but I do all sorts of painting. I do oils and and uh, acrylic. Do you I have do, any there I, near you that we can see? Um, that yours? I have a not. I can go get it and bring it back. Go get it and bring it back. Okay. Oh so this, my this God. Is, I call this the Sea of Saris. This is when I went to India with the with the Foundation for Women, and we started microcredit banking in India with the women in Tamil Nadu who live on less than a dollar a day. And we met them and they, and they came in their saris. Of course, they had 
old cotton saris on, not silk saris, but they were just so gracious and so beautiful. And we got to talk to them and it really, it was life-changing for me. It really was the whole experience. So when I came home, I thought well, I have to paint it, that whole vision of them. And that's, so that's what I did. That's absolutely gorgeous. Well, thank you. What is your inspiration for painting? What what goes on in your head and in your mind? What are you what are you thinking? What pulls you out know, the creativity? Sometimes, sometimes um, I'll just see something, I'll like a, a picture of something, and it inspires me. Other times, I I need inspiration. For instance, I there, a couple of days ago, there's a girl who has these hilarious donkeys, and she and she pasted a picture of them on Insta, on Facebook with these donkeys, these two adorable. And I said, "Would you mind if I paint that?" So I'm working on that right now. So sometimes it's something I've seen, and of course, when it's when it's a photograph, I always ask permission if I know who you know who took the photograph. But but I, I, I like the sea of stories. That was just came right from my heart when I got home. So it you know it's a, it's a really. It's a wonderful venue to play with, even if you don't consider yourself an artist. Yeah, Everybody I have some paints too. And I go out there and sometimes I painted a picture of my Pomeranium and it looked just like him. Well, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, wow, I love this. I said, Jean-Pierre, this is you. And he wagged his tail and he was like, you know, we communicated on a yeah. different frequency. Yeah. So um, your That's frequency is resonating with me and I thank you so much. Please tell my brains how to get involved either with the foundation for women or with sorry what you mean with savvy savvy i'm sorry savvy. well i've got got this savvy thing right here so if you want to go pull and up, pull it up just a little bit okay this is the, my savvy link to go to the savvy website it is uh savvy savvi.com forward slash ffw janie j-a-n-i-e and that way you can go to my link and you can see all the things that we have. We have clothing, we have wellness products, and we have skincare. Go take a look. Raise, I want you to check that out. And I want you to go in and follow Janie on social media because she does a makeshift fashion show. And she explains and she turns around and she poses. It's so cute. It's what I do is I ham it up is what I do. Well, just, that's what you got to do. You got to sell it, baby. You got to yeah. sell it. Nobody can sell it like you. Um, if they want to see the Foundation for Women, they just go to, to uh, www.foundationforwomen.org. Okay. And do you have your own website outside of these two? The yes, I do. It's called, it's called Unlock Your Heart. Okay. So, Brains, there's three opportunities, four opportunities to connect. One on social media. Number two, through Foundation for Women. Number three, with um, with Savvy. And number four, to purchase her book. Don't miss an opportunity, an opportunity to win, to grow, and to be in charge of your life. Take it from a woman that's 80 years old that is living her life like she's 40. I'm not stopping, girls. No uh, way. Don't pump the brakes. <laughs> Friends, I need you to go in, and I can't even find my card. I'm so excited. Here we go. I want you to love, like, share, and subscribe here on The Edge. Love, like, share, and subscribe. Go back and listen to other edgy conversations on bold, bright, intelligent, intuitive men and women, millennials, seniors, you know, international flavor and flair. We're all here for you to make you the best person you can be. Thank you so much, Janie. You're queen. Thank you. Big love. All right.